opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of It's Electric. This will actually be our last session of It's Electric in 2023. In case you're listening later, it is December 20th, 2023. Yeah, that's right. Wow. And uh, our next session will be in 2024. So welcome to everyone. I want to thank Brad, who is streaming for us, and Jean, who is our host, and she will be the one to call on you when you raise your hand. For those of you who are old timers, as you know, um, we talk about, well, even if you're new, you may know this if you've listened to us, we talk about small kitchen electric appliances. Uh, we give the good, the bad, and the ugly sometimes, and talk about the ones that we love and the ones that are accessible, and people can ask questions if you're in the market for a particular item, and we're happy to share all that. Uh, some of us have several small kitchen electric appliances, and most of us have brands that we really like and have had brands that we don't like so much. So we try to cover it all. Uh, if you're here and you want to talk about a small kitchen electric that you have or want or have a question about, go ahead and raise your hand. When Jean calls on you, if you would please tell us your name and where you're from and then go forward with whatever it is you want to talk about having to do with your small kitchen electrics. So, and Peggy Carpenter is first. Ah, Peggy. Hi, Peggy. I think I've missed you the last one or two times. And we're not hearing you. Wow, I don't know what happened there. But there you are. Hard okay. to find the unmute. <laughs> Um, well, I, I finished my Christmas bake, Christmas cookie baking, so, mm. um, and I did use several of my, uh, uh, small kitchen electrics. I, I don't have a stand mixer anymore. I have a handheld, but it worked fine for uh, doing the cookies I was doing. Usually I had to just, uh, cream the butter and sugar with that, but, uh, but that worked fine. And I also am amazed that, you know, I have that, the Ninja smoothie um, maker thing, the thing that you flip the cover, you know, the, the top mm -hmm. over and the blades are on the bottom there. And I had, I made some uh, Kahlua balls, actually, not rum balls, but Kahlua balls. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had to uh, finally chop the, uh, or grind up the, um, vanilla wafers and some nuts and it did an amazing job at it i i was a little concerned about whether it would would do it but uh yeah it really because i don't have a big food bar food processor so that worked really well i was i was pleased with that um i didn't do them all at once i did like two batches but you know but it worked really well so i was happy with that wow that's awesome yeah and I wondered if you have, I, I keep seeing um, ads on Facebook and stuff for the new um, 
Instapot slow cooker. And I wondered if you had seen that or read anything about it yet or heard anything about it yet. I have not, unless that's the same as, I think it's the, is it an Instant Pot Dutch oven or something? Is that the same thing? I don't know. I'll have to look. I don't know. They called it a slow cooker, but. Uh, slow cooker? Well, yeah. let's hope that it's better than the slow cook. Yeah, the regular pot. one. Yeah, yeah, I huh. agree. I'll yeah, have to check have, that out. I have not seen that. Yeah, no, I haven't had a chance to look yet either. So I'm, just I'm glad to know about your cookie thing, though, because I have a similar story. But mm -hmm. if you have hands raised, I'll wait and I'll tell my story later. But someone remind okay. me. Okay. Nope, nobody, right. No one at the moment. No oh, one okay. at the moment. Okay. Oh. Well, then I'll go ahead and tell my story. So a lot of times for special occasions, I make dirt cake and you have to oh, yeah. crumb the Oreos. And I yep. have a great big food processor, but I thought, you know, I have this little tiny food processor for two. It just chops. It doesn't grate or um slice or anything like that but it chops so i thought well let me just try and do them in the little one because i can probably get just as many cookies in each batch and it'll do just as well and it really did so then i decided a as little as i use it i probably need to find a new home and already have for my bigger food processor although i love it but i just don't use it that much i don't need one that big but then i thought well you know i, I like having a little one but i want something that'll grate cheese and that'll slice things so i went on amazon and started looking and sure enough i found a little one it's either three or three and a half cups i don't have it yet because i put it on the christmas list for a friend and <laughs> We're going to exchange gifts on Friday, so I think I'm going to be getting it. Don't even remember the brand. It wasn't something common like Cuisinart or Hamilton Beach or KitchenAid or anything like that. But I'm anxious to try it and let everybody know how it works. And if I like it, then I'll find a new home for the little food processor that only chops because I'm sure I'll be able to find someone who wants it. And along those lines... um. A lot of times, you know how when you go to somebody else's house for Thanksgiving or Christmas, maybe you'll bring a plate home, but you don't have all that wonderful leftover turkey, right? Oh, I know. So I miss that. in between Thanksgiving and Christmas on some years, and this year was one of those years, I will make a Thanksgiving slash Christmas in between dinner where I cook the turkey and we have all the trimmings. And, and I did that, and it was wonderful but one of the things that i did when i was trying to clean my kitchen i'm thinking okay we're going to need lots of places to put the food so people can get their plates and all that so i have but rarely use my six quart instant pot i have but rarely use my six or seven quart slow cooker usually if i use either one i use the three quart instant pot and the four quart slow cooker so I left those on the counter. I put the bigger ones in the cabinet. I put my stand mixer that I don't even like. I got it, thought <laughs> I'd like it, but I don't like it. I put it in the cabinet and just used my hand mixer. And it was amazing how much counter space I freed up. And of course, I still have my smaller Instant Pot and Slow Cooker and my wonderful Cuisinart uh, air fryer toaster oven. Those are things. Oh, yeah, that we can't do without time. those. <laughs> so they stay on my counter and, and my little food processor will too. But 
anyway, so, you know, just because you have all these electric appliances, don't think that they all need to be sitting out and, you know, looking beautiful on your counter. If, if you're lacking a little room, put them away and just pull them out if and when you do need them, if you don't use them very often. And hopefully now we've talked enough that we have some raised hands. Lynn Moore has her hand hey, raised. Hi. Hi. Uh, once again, this is Lynn from Louisville, in case everybody did, anybody didn't hear that before. That has a nice um, so name. Lynn from <laughs> Louisville. <Yeah. laughs> um, thank you. So I have a bunch of um a bunch of uh appliances. I have a let's see, I have an instant pot, an air fryer. I have a stand mixer, but I love my stand mixer. Sorry, uh you don't Good. like yours, Jeannie. I, I wish I could help you with that. Make well, screaming about can. two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to do anything but watch it. <laughs> um, but um, one of the reasons I came on tonight, I wasn't sure if I was going to come on because I didn't know what I would talk about. And I found something to talk about. <laughs> ah. So, so last night, um, I was looking at this site and it was talking about the 100 best Amazon gifts to give somebody for Christmas. Oh, yay. And I'm not kidding. I found this thing. And you guys were talking about ice cream makers a while ago. Yeah, we were. Da the Dash, as in that little little yeah. appliance, the Dash My Pint oh. ice cream maker. Oh, wow. For about That's... 14 bucks. Oh, wow. Did you get one? No. Um, I'm ashamed to say my roommate did, though. But oh. they were had they had bigger ones, mm -hmm. and she got the bigger one. One of the reasons that I might be tempted, although I haven't yet, is that I can't find. See, I can't have that much ice cream, you know, at a time. Like, yeah, I got a, a half gallon of ice cream, and it lasted me a year. And <laughs> and um, fortunately, I found a way to preserve it. But that's not really ideal. And you can't. It's hard to find pints. Yeah. And I am tempted for that reason, but I haven't decided whether it'd be worth it yet. So I don't know whether it's accessible. I'm going to tell you that right off the cuff because I don't have any idea. Okay. Um, but just throwing it out there. You might want to uh, check it out and see if you think you'd like it. So there's one for, like I said, 14 something. And then one for, I think she paid 42 or 49 or something like that. And it it's was a also bigger. Dash? I think she said it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I will check that out. Just, because just trying like to get you. a... Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'd need a big one, but a small one might be nice. I'm thinking a small one might be nice. Now, my understanding is that the small one, uh, now I haven't checked this out fully yet, mm -hmm. makes gelato, sorbet, and frozen yogurt, but not ice cream is what I huh. thought. Okay. Um, but I don't know that for absolutely sure either. Right. Um. But that's what I saw in the ad. Interesting. So just wanted to tell y'all and, and try to get y'all yeah. to spend your money. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think y'all try to do that to me every time we get together. <laughs> but anyway, sometimes well, and, it and, works, sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, like like we were saying before the call, um, it'd be fun to try and help you learn to like your stand mixer. I love mine. Okay. What brand Couldn't is do yours? without it. A Cuisinart. Okay, mine is a Hamilton Beach. And it's like the beater thing doesn't go all the way to the bottom. Oh. And I, I don't know why that is, and it doesn't do well on the sides of the bowl. And it's like, you know, I'm like, 
okay, I do better with my hand mixer, you know, so. You do have to scrape a lot with them. It's true. Huh. Okay. Um, but one of the things I like, does yours need bread and stuff? Oh, yeah, but so my hand mixer has dough hooks. Oh, does it? See, mine yeah. doesn't, so. It's okay. a Cuisinart hand mixer. Oh, no, I've never seen one of those. That oh, they're wonderful. I love my really? Yeah, I'd, I would love to have one of those. It's now, digital, I, but it has definite digital. buttons. Uh, yeah, it has definite buttons for d up and down. And each time you push the up button, it goes up a speed. And each time you push the down button, it goes down a speed. And then it has the button for off, which toggles mm. off and on. And then it has the beater release. And that's it. But it mm -hmm. comes with dough hooks and a whisk attachment. Yeah. Now, mine has a whisk attachment, but doesn't have dough hooks. It's a Damilton Beach. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, my stand mixer, unfortunately, is almost 20 years old. So well, I don't know how much longer it's going to keep going. But uh, The old ones but, are workhorses for sure. It's true. It's true. But anyway, I want to give someone else a chance to talk, but I wanted to tell you about that ice cream maker. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'll check it out for sure. Sure. Well, let us let us know about it when you when you come back next time. Hey, you okay. never know. I might even have one by then. You might. Yeah, you'll have to let us know. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Thank Thanks. you, Lynn. I'm glad you're here. Okay, you. Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, what you up to? Well, for the moment, I'm up to conducting this call. It's been a busy last couple of weeks, so... Hey, it's um, nice to be the, able to sit at my desk and relax. The ice cream maker the lady mentioned, think you can put the details up on your Facebook group if you find it? Well, either I can or someone else can, you know, right. or you yeah. can. So, so I don't have, a, I'm not on Facebook, so someone would have, else would have to do that. Yeah, okay. he's trying to create more work for me. I know what it is. <laughs> Like I'm not busy enough already. Yeah. You no, know, if you're in Facebook and you're in the group, find it and put it up there. I've already added two more two more people to your Facebook. That's wonderful. Thank you. This okay. lady uh, Leslie Long and another and another person. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. We're getting really close to 500 in that group. So yeah. for those of you who don't know about the group, and thank you, Mitch, for bringing it up. It's not specifically ACB related. But it's a group that I started a few years ago because I was learning to use my Instant Pot and I was learning to use my air fryer. And they have groups for Instant Pot users and air fryer users. And sometimes they're even brand specific. Like there are a couple of Cuisinart air fryer toaster oven groups. And oftentimes someone would say, this is what we had for lunch. It was delicious. And it's a picture or even the title and the recipe are in an image. So of course our screen readers won't speak those, that, you know, it'll just say image. And I decided that I wanted to create something where we wouldn't have that problem. So it's called all, A-L-L, -L, text, T-E-X-T, small kitchen electrics. And that's where we talk about all small kitchen electrics, if you have a question about one, if you want to talk about one that's very accessible or one that you've tried that isn't accessible, or if you want to submit a recipe for one of your uh, electric appliances, just anything having to do with small kitchen electric appliances, uh, you can do it in that group. So if you're not a member, you are welcome to join 
we'd love to have you. And thank you, Mitch, for getting some more members. But we are And close to 500 now. Lynn Schneider is next. Hi, Lynn. Two Lynns. All right. I know. So I would like to know if anyone out there has experience with the soda stream. Um, I'd like to get one. I had thought about getting one and I wanted to make sure that it was accessible and that it was worth getting. We're going to have Um, to leave that up to the others. I, I know, I, and I didn't even think about that. We see commercials for them all the time, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and also Uh-huh. have you have you ever had trouble getting your mixing bowl off the mixer do you have any tips on how to do that you know it gets like stuck and you can't um you know i don't know if you, anybody's ever had that problem but we seem to like the bowl gets stuck on there and you have to especially if it
I have an air fryer oven and so it's a basket, but it's a, it's a shallow basket. Um, I know the, I think it's chefsman or chefman. Um, it's more like a rack than a basket, but I haven't had much experience with it. So if, if any of you have one that has the rack and rack or racks instead of the basket, you know, go ahead and raise your hand so that you can talk about that. And I know the, I think it's called the Ninja Foodie. I don't know if that has air frying. You know, that's another one of those. I think it does four or five things and yeah. one that, and I'm not sure if those are, I think that might be a rack too, but I don't know how accessible it is. I think it is a rack and I think the air fryer, and I could be wrong because I don't have the Ninja, but I think the air fryer is in the lid. Um, so I think it's like, an instant pot that has air fryer capability. And when you, it has a lid or something that you do with the lid so that you can air fry with it. And in that case, and also with the instant pot, um, there is a model that does have an air fryer lid. And there's also, um, I've been told that with the six quart, you can use the air fryer lid to the melty um, air fry or instant pot and um, that will also work although if your instant pot is still under warranty and you use the melty lid and something happens then it voids the warranty but uh, when I got my melty um, <clears throat> air fryer lid my air, instant pot was already past the warranty period but even though I thought I wanted it and would use it I've never used my melty air fryer lid so there you go. I know that's not much help, Debbie, but that's the best I can do. Oh, that's all right. <clears throat> so, okay. All right, Brandon, and the person with the phone number ending in 406 is alert. on deck. Hello. Hey, Brandon. Okay. Before hey, I, no, I think I asked about the new wave oven pro, have I? The new wave oven. Mm -hmm. About is it accessible or not? Or not? Um, certain models are, um, if you're familiar with Herbie, I know he has the new wave and he loves his. So, so some models okay. are, and something that you might yeah. want to do, and I recommend this to people, if you're not sure about whether a, an appliance might be accessible, if you can go to a store that, you know, sells it, um, go to the store and actually put your hands on a model and see where the controls are and how they work. And obviously, if all it has is a touch screen, it may not be as accessible as an appliance that either has knobs that you can turn or buttons that you can push. So, um, you know, just because you go to a store to look at an appliance, doesn't mean that you have to buy it at that store unless, of course, you want it and it has a better price than you can get online. So it really does pay to comparison shop or uh, some stores, if you go to the store and you look at the appliance and let's say that it's $120 at the store, but you saw it on Amazon for $109.95, as long as you can prove that some stores will match that the lower price and i've known of one or two stores that'll match the lower plot price plus 10 percent difference so anyway okay it, 
it pays to shop and comparison shop. But if you're oh, unsure yeah. about accessibility, try to go to the store and actually put your hands on it so you can see what it's like. Yeah. And I, I heard so much about the ninja the ninja kitchen systems that you you know, you have the, the ninja kitchen system that it's a blender and it ha it's, it's a food processor too. Like you can make different things with the ninja kitchen system. Not the ninja cooking system, but the ninja ninja uh, kitchen systems, you know, those have been advertised on TV and I thought those might probably at first I thought those uh, are, can probably be accessible too. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that I'm giving a friend, although she has vision, I'm giving her a, a ninja blender for Christmas because that's what she wanted. So, but I don't know how accessible Does it have a food it is. processor? Like you can make dough with it and I I don't know all the details of it. I'll have to find out. But with the money that it costs, I hope so. Yeah. But see, there is one that you you can make you can make you can make bread dough, you can make cookie <laughs> dough, you can make uh-huh ice cream. Not, and I I'm not talking about the original vanilla ice cream that everybody's body's been making in the past. You can make chocolate ice cream. yeah With it. No, nobody's ever made chocolate ice cream before, have you? yeah oh i bet some people have Not sure how many have on this call because I don't think too many of us have ice cream makers. But, but yeah, with the other ice cream makers, you can make different flavors. You Yeah, can because make <laughs> see, peach with that, and strawberry it's the and, yeah. chocolate and, yeah. But what it is, it's, it's your favorite instant pudding mix. Okay. It, it, yeah, and it, it comes. I heard it comes out real creamy like the ice cream by the store. Except Uh-huh. Okay. for it, you make it yourself. It's homemade yourself. Right. I bet that that'll be so good. That's something It would I would be like. good, Brandon. I would Well, probably thank like to have one of those uh, Ninja Kitchen systems. I I thought about one, you. Yeah. but I didn't know how accessible it was. But Yeah, I don't know either, but maybe go to the store and put your hands on one. And if you decide that it's going to be accessible for you, go for it. If you can afford it, go Okay, for it. we have Yeah, the number exactly. ending in 406, and Diana is on deck. All right. Hi, this is Lisa G. Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to know, um, I I had an air fryer, Kosori, I think they said is the Kosori, name of it. mm-hmm. Kosori, yeah. And um, I've had a challenge with it because um, they recalled the one I had Uh... and I took pictures of it and I was moving and I took pictures of it and I did everything right and I sent it in and I never got, I sent it in so many times. And I never got a response. I even called them. I said, listen, I have vision issues. I can't see what I'm doing. I'm trying my best I can. I did follow the, they, oh, we'll have somebody get back to you. Never did. This was months ago. And um, <laughs> so I found out that the numbers, they wanted the model number and I inverted two numbers. Oh. So I guess it never showed up. But they, they have, they asked for a picture of the back with those numbers on it. Plus you had to write the numbers down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. So when I wrote the numbers down, I switched two numbers, Uh-huh. but they still had it written there. <laughs> but they, Right, so because I, they had the picture. I loved my air fryer Oh. and I was just afraid it was unsafe because they said, you know, it was recalled. So, um, I, I would like, I'd like to get an air fryer, but I, I don't have much room where I moved to. I don't have any room. I have a toaster oven. I love my toaster oven. I don't use a microwave um, for cooking. I heat up my, my rice packs for my body. <laughs> With that, Oh, okay. um, and I'm thinking about maybe an Instapot.
And I was wondering if there's something that might, um, I know you've had a lot of talk and a lot of calls over the years and I've listened, but um, now I'm in a different situation. I was in the, you know, I moved, so my, sure. my counter space is extremely limited. Right. I have an oven, um, so, you know, I don't need an oven. I don't want to get an oven with an air fryer in that because that's just a nightmare for my personal use. So uh, I don't know, should I get like a, a toaster oven air fryer? Is there any recommendation you might have? And I need to have knobs. I can't do the digital thing. Right. Um, if you do decide that you want to get an air fryer toaster oven, I know you said you already have a toaster oven, so you don't need another one. But if you decide that you want to give that one a nice home with somebody else and you want to get an air fryer toaster oven, um, since you have limited counter space, you may not want the TOA 60, but there's also, I think it's TOA 28, which is similar, but it's smaller. The TOA 60 is big enough for a 12-inch frozen pizza, but the um, 28, I believe it is, is smaller, but yet it has all the same functions. Um, and, and they do. Okay, have, I'm thinking about, that's what I was considering, like just getting a combination air fryer and right. toaster since I don't have the space. Right. And what, exactly. what it, I don't, I'm not familiar with the TOA. Is that, what brand is that? Is that Cuisinart. the name of the brand? It's Cuisinart. No. It's oh, Cuisinart, oh, thank you. I, TOA, I think it's TOA 28. Um, and I, I don't know how to check Facebook or not Facebook. I don't know how to check Amazon while I'm doing yeah. this. So I, you know, so I can't do it for you right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Send me send me an email. Send an email to community at acb.org and um, just, you know, put your name and say you're asking about the smaller air fryer toaster oven and they'll send it to me. Tell them to send it to Genie or it's electric, whatever you want to say. And I'll look it up and send you the link. Um, Thank you. Also, I would appreciate that. But, sure. um, I just wanted to say I have you in my in my contacts because I oh, okay. take like notes and stuff. And okay. I have Jeannie. I don't have your info, but I just have, it's electric. Yeah. <laughs> For some yeah. reason I have in my notes, please send to Jeannie. And I don't remember what it was because it was from a long oh, time okay. ago and I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> well, you can look it up and you can send me both things. So, yeah. Um, also, I don't know what it is that I was supposed to send you. I didn't oh, make okay. a note well, of that. I, I didn't know if you'd have it in your notes <laughs> or not. Also, if you decide to get an instant pot, if it's just yeah. you, the three quart is going to be plenty big. You'll be able to okay. eat have leftovers and maybe still have some to freeze because I, I rarely use my six quart. I use my three quart a few times a week. So can, can I ask you, what's the material of a, a Instapot of an Instapot? Well, parts of it are plastic. For example, the inside Oh, the inside that you cook with um, the, the liner is stainless steel. You also can oh, get it it's, it's extra, but you can also get a ceramic liner and I only use my ceramic liner if I have something that I'm afraid might stick because you don't want the burn signal because then you have to release the steam that started to build up and go in there and stir it and possibly add more liquid. And for some things, you don't want to add more liquid, you know, so, mm. but, um, mm. but it's stainless steel. And that's what I use most of all is the stainless, stainless steel liner that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate You're it. Welcome. It's a wonderful call and it's really important. Well, thank and I thank you for thank what you. you do. Happy holidays. I love it. Thank you. Okay. You Diana too. is next and Doc hey, Wright Diana. is on deck. All right. How are you Hi, tonight, Jeannie. Diana? 
I'm okay. Good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, the lady that had the question about the KitchenAid mixer, um, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly. I'm guessing that she, maybe she has, you know, they have KitchenAid, the stand mixers have like the tilt back head or the bowl lift model, like the gentleman was talking about before. If she has, I'm not sure which one she has, but if she has the tilt back head, which I have one of those, I think I've used it three or four times in all the years I had, I've oh. had it because it's so heavy to move. Um, uh, if I'm remembering right, what you do is you put the bowl on the base and then I think it with the handle on the right, you're facing it and you got the handle on the right and then you just like get it seated in the base good and then you like twist that handle about Oh, it wouldn't even be a quarter of a turn, probably like an eighth of a turn. So you push it back. So you push that handle back and that gets it seated in there to where it won't rock out or anything. And so then when you want to remove it, you just do the opposite. So you move that handle that's on the right and you move it towards you. It's not going to go all the way like towards your belly, but just move it like three or four inches or something. And it should release. So that's how it locks in and out if I'm remembering right. Okay. So I wonder, in case that was the model she had, I wonder. And that depends herself. on whether or not she has the tilt head or the lift up. Right. The, the gentleman before, he was talking about the bowl lift. Yeah. And uh, so, but I, I had the tilt head, so I don't know which one she has, but okay. she's got two answers now for whichever model she has and answers. So. Okay. Well, there you go. Hopefully that will help. Thank you. Oh, and I do have another question. Uh -huh. I have a question. Um, for some reason I made spaghetti the other night in my three quart instant pot that I'm in love with, but it's being a little misbehaving. Uh -oh. Um, and I didn't w go over with the sauce or anything, just like the 24 ounce jar of sauce and two uh -huh. cups of water and, uh, -huh. uh, like eight ounces of spaghetti noodles. Uh -huh. And yeah. then I did, I use, cause I like to buy those, the meatballs that are frozen. I use that uh -huh. instead of like brown and ground beef. Uh -huh. um, and it was probably didn't even fill it up halfway. I don't think. And that darn thing, I tried it two different times and it would not come to pressure. It would not have that, the little that the little stem thing didn't come up. Huh. And so when it does that, I hate it because. It, Did you check it, your I, ceiling? Real hard. Yes. I, I took it out. You know, I let release. I mean, I, well, didn't have any pressure on it. I took it off. I, you know, felt all around to make sure it was down in there. Good. And it's not very old, so it wouldn't be a new seal that it needs. And did you and feel around the the rim of the instant pot itself to in make case sure there might have been? Yeah, yeah, and I even okay. dealt the little top edges of it, you know, yeah. of the of the okay. liner to make sure there's nothing crusted on there or anything. And I, I just like, and I tried it like three times, so I'm getting a little bit upset. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's very odd. And you did have it yeah. on pressure cook. Yeah. So I'm getting ready, so, and I thought, well maybe it has something to do with this was like some really, really thick spaghetti sauce, like a little thicker than it usually is. And maybe that had something to do with it, but I well, thought as long as your water was at the bottom and your spaghetti sauce yeah. above that. Now it might take a long time to go to pressure because of the frozen meatballs. Yeah, know, no, it was. It has when to it, when build it up that, the heat. Yeah. When it does that, it just like, you know, it keeps trying and it keeps trying. So it's like bubbling like furiously in there and then stuff gets stuck to the bottom and it was pretty oh, bad. So were you getting the burn signal? 
No, it actually did not give me the burn signal, but it was oh. really stuck on there. I'm surprised. It did. Oh. I thought any time it was going to give that to me. But I wonder if maybe I thought, you got the burn signal and didn't hear it. Well, I thought what I would do, uh, well, I can see the display. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I have a little bit of vision. Okay. And it didn't say that on there. But oh. I thought what I would do is just do the the water test that you always do when you first get an Instant Pot. Uh -huh. Make you sure know, it goes to pressure. Yeah. Uh, so I thought if if it, if that works, then it's just something with the ingredients or with the way I place them or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want to lose heart in it because I've been crushing on it for quite a few months, but that was just really upsetting. So, I bet. Oh, yeah. I so I imagine. basically ended up just like by the time I had done that two or three times, and the it kept spaghetti was cooking and meatballs yeah. were thawed. <laughs> so, but I had to scrape the bottom. <laughs> oh, and I had to soak it for a while. And so, uh, which is unusual because usually, you know, things like that don't happen. So I'm yeah. like, hmm. And I checked everything. I made, uh, I used to have an electric pressure cooker years ago, a totally different brand mm -hmm. that I bought my first six quart instant pot because I thought something was wrong with that one. When all it said was the manufacturer said, you got to like, it's got like, a, I don't know, flaw, I don't know. But you had to like push down on the top. So huh. I even pushed down on the top on this one in case something like that was yeah, going on. Gotcha. And so, but anyway, I'll do the water test and let you know. Okay. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doc, I think if it works is... the water test, it's going to be, there's not anything wrong with it. It's just the recipe or something. All righty. Doc um, Wright is you. next and Lynn Moore is on deck. Okay. One thing I would do with I would breathe because I, when I do it, I have a I have a large instant pot. I have the um, dual crisp, which is oh, has, okay, also good. has the yeah, that's what they call the air fryer. fryer too. Uh huh. But I would save your sauce till the end. Let everything get done, and then add your sauce, and then just let it turn on for another ten fifteen minutes. And you should be good to go. You mean like on saute or something? Yep. Okay. Let it stir in. Well, but if the water the test doesn't in. work, then I'll try. I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But Thank I you. have. We just got the recently got the kasori. Uh -huh. We had the kasori that has two burners. It has a burner at the top and at the bottom. Ah. And this one, the the basket is eight by eight that's good and it had but what what's odd about it is in the in this little manual it said it talks about a plate but the plate is this little little metal rack that you can stick that it has that has little has feet that keeps it above the floor that you would use to put say your brats your if you're doing fish sticks or fish patties, if you were doing hamburger patties, you put that on that to keep it above so that all that fat would drip to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's even though it's digital, it's it's fairly simple. I use BMI to find out where the power button was, and I only had to hit it once. Once, oh, wow. once I got it started, and using that VSync app. I was able to get the rest of it, get it hooked up with Wi-Fi, and now uh, mm -hmm. with, with Miss A. So when we have to use it, we just tell it to air fry for such and such, and, it'll, and let it go. 
The one thing I have learned to do, though, is if I'm going to do anything like brats or a hamburger patty, I put in at least a half inch of water in the bottom of that basket. That way, all that fat gets when they go when it drips down, it gets into the it goes into the water, and it, it cuts down on how much you have to clean at the end. Right, and it cuts down on any smoke that it might produce yep. as well. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. All That's right. It. I just got into these things because my specialty, though, is ice cream. Ice cream? Yes, I make homemade ice cream for the last, what, six, seven years. Oh, wow. Now, do you use an electric ice cream maker? And if so, yes. what version? Art. Cuisinart, okay. Yeah, and that's when when I first, because I've gone through the whole gambit. I've had the the big one with, your, with the whole gallon container. You had to do the ice and rock salt. <laughs> I found another one that I bought from QVC that is thermoelectric. It pulled the heat from the boat. But each of those took it an hour oh. to make the ice cream. When I got the Cuisinart, it said 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Can you imagine how skeptical I was after <laughs> what yeah. I was doing? <laughs> but it, it's, it does just that. And the 20 minutes is what to a point. And I, I, it's been funny because in the last two years, people have been wanting to purchase the ice cream. Ah, wow. But it's, it's, it's a fun thing, though. And it's obviously accessible because you're using it. Yes, it, it right? is. All right. All right. So for all you ice cream lovers out there, we have a big, 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 big endorsement for the Cuisinart. That doesn't yeah. mean ACB endorsed it, but <laughs> we have a big endorsement for the Cuisinart ice cream maker. So that's good to know. Thank you yeah, so much. Sure thing. All right. Lynn Moore. Hi, Lynn. Sorry, that's okay. Um, I just I just wanted to say um, to uh, Debbie, I think it was. Um, I didn't know what questions she had about the rack cooking air fryer, but I have, I have one of those. So, if she wants to come back and say about what she, I will say that the racks are hard to put in when you're coming from a basket fryer, but they I do I'm getting there. So I don't really know what she needs, but if she wants to come back and let us know, I can try to. Talk to her a little bit about it, if if that's okay with you guys. And what brand is your air fryer, Lynn? Do you know? Mine is a Vortex. Okay. Instant Pot Vortex. No, it's not. It's not an instant. Oh, okay, she has an Instant Pot fryer. Instant Pot fryer. I don't know. I'm just asking. Okay. If yours is, I, no, I was no, no. Vortex it's, was by Instant Pot. Oh, is it? I thought so, right. but maybe not. I, well, it might be. My, I don't have it. My mine is only a fryer. Right. Okay. Yeah. So and it's um it's a um, it's got buttons, so it's it's mm -hmm. accessible. Okay. But it, the only problem that I have with it is the rack itself, sometimes. But I'm I'm getting I'm learning. So I, anyway, I just wanted to know what she had questions on, and then I could maybe help her. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question. So when you air fry something, is it easy to remove the rack that has the food on it without the food falling off of it? It's I've never had the food fall off of it, uh -huh. but it's tricky. And the racks, you know how I will say that I think that the the air the vortex is dirtier like than the than the Kosari was. 
Because, uh-huh. sorry, you know, you just pull the food out, the the basket out. Uh-huh. You know, and you're, you're, you know, the basket's still clean or whatever. Well, when you take the rack out, um, you know how if you're blind, sometimes you can't keep things quite straight. Mm-hmm. Well, this, <laughs> it's, it's tough because there's grease on the rack. You have to have a place to set that rack, like on a tray or a plate or something. Because if you uh-huh. set it on the counter, you're going to get grease on the counter. Because it's, it's always like, you know, that rack has holes in it to, to, for everything to cook. And so there's grease all over that. Usually if I pull it out, you, you can pull it out. If you're very careful, um, you can pull it out without, but there's like a right side and a wrong side to putting the food on it. You know, like if you put it on um, the wrong side, the food could roll off. Okay. And it's not attached to a tray underneath it that catches the oil. No, the, there is a tray. It's not attached to it. No. Right. That's um, but I there mean. is a tray that right. that it will go into like it doesn't mess up the but fryer. If any oil is clinging to the rack, then whatever you set it on, it's going right. to Right. And sometimes okay. little meat pieces will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Okay. All right. That's it for the time being. All right. Well, all right, it's not quite quarter till, so I haven't shared a recipe tonight. As some of you know, I really like um, Stephanie O'Day, and if you have Bookshare, she has a few books on Bookshare, but one of the things she did in 2008, she decided that she was going to make a new crockpot recipe every day, a different one. And you're going, wow, that's a bunch. And it is a bunch of recipes. But then you think about those variations, like um, one night it might be ground beef chili. And the next, you know, another time it might be white chicken chili. And another time it might be black bean chili. And another time, you know, so, or one day it might be chicken enchiladas. And the next day it might be chicken fajitas and Anyway, I hope you see where I'm going with that. Um, So she did all these recipes in one year, and she has actually written books. And some of these books are on Bookshare. For those of you who have Bookshare, I know the price for membership on Bookshare is going up. But I still think, you know, it's, it's pretty valuable to have if you're able to afford it or if you're going to class like if you're a student or something you can get the membership free of charge you do have to prove that you're a student but um anyway it's still good so i love stephanie o'day and she also um has a a website and she uh, oftentimes will send out recipes or, or links to recipes um so that you can have them, and I'm looking for a particular one because I wanted to share it with you, and I'm not finding it, so I'm still talking, right? <laughs> um, also, anyway, Debbie has her hand raised. Oh, good. Well, let's see yeah. what Debbie has to say while I'm looking for this recipe. Well, she answered part of my uh, part of my question. I wasn't sure if you actually put the food directly on the rack or you put it like in a pan. You know, and uh-huh. then on the rack. And my other question was, did it have buttons on it? So she kind of answered my questions because I didn't know if they were, if it was digital where you, it was more of a touch screen, you know, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. air fryer. So, um, so that might be kind of how the why the food is tricky to get out because if it's directly on the rack, I could see where that would be a problem if it's not actually on a you know like in a pan or something in the air right. fryer itself. Right. Okay. Well, okay. Thank you. And did you have any more questions about it, Deb? No, I think uh, I think she pretty much answered uh, the questions. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. I'm glad she was able to help. And for the person that had the mixer questions, I hope the people that addressed those were able to help as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, I found the recipe. Woohoo! Okay. So this is from Stephanie O'Day. And the recipe is called, she calls it Frito Candy. Now, I don't know about you, but I love sweet and salty. So in your, this is a slow cooker recipe. So in your slow cooker crock, you're going to put one stick of butter, 12 ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips, two tablespoons of peanut butter, and one half cup of brown sugar. Cook on high for one to two hours until it's really melty and will mix together well. And so you're going to, I would check it after one hour and then if it's not quite really melty, <laughs> don't you love those scientific terms, and easy to mix well, then I'd cook it a little longer. In a big Ziploc bowl or, or bag, big Ziploc bag, smash two cups each Fritos and pretzels until crumbly. Stir into the chocolate mixture and until it's all evenly coated then dump it onto a 9 by 13 pan that has been covered with parchment paper or foil and spread it out evenly this says with a wooden spoon that doesn't always work well for those of us who are blind but what you can do is and this is what I do when I'm trying to spread hot things is I tear off a long piece of wax paper and then I fold it so that it's like two or three thicknesses thick together and then I'm able to use that between whatever it is and my hands to spread it out and feel whether it's even or not. After you've gotten it evenly spread on your pan you sprinkle one half cup of chopped peanuts on top and then you put it in the fridge at least one hour or however long it takes for it to set. And then you break it into pieces and eat it. But I just think that sounds very intriguing. So I think that may be the next thing that I'm going to try to make. So there's a recipe for the night. And you're at five uh, or uh, 50 past the hour. Right. Okay. Do we have any more raised hands? We have Diana. All right, Diana. Hi, Jeannie. Uh, two things. That uh-huh. recipe for the candy, can you send that to the to the list? To the... Oh, to ACB Cooks? Yes. Yes, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, and then I want—I think I glossed by it too fast when we were talking about my Instant Pot problem. I had the meatballs and the sauce at the bottom. Then oh, no. The spaghetti and then the liquid, the water on top. Oh, Is no. that wrong? Yeah, that's very wrong. Yeah, You always want your thinnest liquid at the bottom. Okay, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, so I think I you figured the, it out. So do I put both the water and the sauce at the bottom then? 
or I would put the sauce at the top. Okay. Okay. So water, yeah, meatballs, spaghetti, sauce. Yes. Water, meatballs, yes. spaghetti, sauce. Okay. All right. I thought I maybe glossed over something there. I didn't catch it. Thank yeah. you. You're very welcome. Yeah, you figured that one out yourself. Yeah. You, whenever you're whenever you're using the instant pot, oftentimes instead of instead of stirring, you just layer, but you want your thinnest liquid at the bottom and you want your thickest liquid at the top. So Okay. You figured okay, it out that yourself. might that might be it then. Because I knew be you layered, it. but I got the order wrong. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. And hands? we have Diana. Oh, again? Or a different Diana? Oh, I guess that. Okay. Diana was from before. All right. And Diana, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this as well as other people. When I make my spaghetti, I actually do it the way that Sandy Clifton, who has Simply Happy Foodie YouTube channel, does it. And what she does is she puts those other things in and then at the end she puts her water in, but she pours it around the edge. And as oh. she's pouring, she turns the pot so that she'll get it all the way around. And the advantage to that is, you know how your instant pot, it, it rises up in the middle and then goes down toward the edges. That way she makes sure that there's water all around the instant pot. And so you're less likely than to have anything stick to so oh, and okay. that's worked real well for me but go ahead and look at her youtube just look at um spaghetti by simply happy foodie on youtube and she'll explain right. how to do it probably better than Great. i thank you so much uh-huh all right anybody else not at the moment okay oh, lynn, going... lynn moore has her hand up okay go ahead lynn Sorry about that. Who was, okay. the, who was the author you were just mentioning? Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, oh, Stephanie O'Day. O-apostrophe-D-E-A. Okay. And I don't think any of her books are on NLS Bard, but um, she does have a few on Bookshare. Okay. Now, and if you're wanting an instant pot cookbook, um, at least two of the ones that Jeffrey Eisner has written, actually, I think three of them now are okay. on Bard, maybe, maybe just two, but all of them are on Bookshare. Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Don't have a good memory, you know. It's okay. It gets worse <laughs> as you get older. Trust me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we had our physicals. My husband and I had our physicals this morning and for those of you who don't know once you get to be 65 and i think it's a medicare thing each time you have your physical they say i'm going to give you three words and i want you to remember these words so oh they'll give you three words <laughs> like mine were banana sunrise chair and she has me repeat them and then a minute later she <laughs> says what were your three words and I say him, and then we go on, and she checks my blood pressure, and this and that, and blah, 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 blah. And five minutes later, what were your three words? And to see if you still remember them, and then you can forget them, but I obviously still remember them. You obviously didn't. No, I did not forget them. <laughs> no. no. So anyway, that's what you have to look forward to as you get older, girls and boys. Great. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> all right. How much time do we have left? We're going to stop at about two minutes till because... Um, there's 
it is five three. minutes to the uh, top okay, of the hour. So we have about three minutes left. If you have something burning that you want to talk about, raise your hand. If not, um, I want to remind you that you're welcome to join All Text Small Kitchen Electrics if you do Facebook. Also, if you have a question, you don't have to wait until January 3rd to ask me your question about your uh, crock pot or your instant pot or whatever other appliance Santa might bring, you know, that Santa, he can be pretty slick sometimes. So anyway, if you have any questions, just send an email to community at acb.org and say, please forward to Jeannie or it's electric or anything, you know, coming close to that so that they'll know it's supposed to go to me. And when I get it, I will try to answer your questions. I've done it for other people, so I'll be happy to do it for you. All right. Any raised hands? Nope. Okay. Well, I thank all of you for being here. I really appreciate those who participated. Uh, be sure to invite your friends to come and join us. Uh, if you get any appliances for Christmas, we want to hear about it. If you use any appliances for Christmas things and you hadn't used them yet, we want to hear about that. So I hope you'll join us. I think it is January 3rd because January starts on a Monday. And we will get together then and have our first session of the year, 2024, on It's Electric. Thank you, Gene, for being our host. And thank you, Brad, for streaming on ACB Media. We appreciate all of you. And very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And enjoy any other holidays that you may celebrate. There are several this season. Thank you. <music>